Hello and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. I'm a retired Baptist preacher with over 50 years experience in preaching and teaching the King James Bible, God's Holy Word. The purpose of this podcast is to present the Word of God as being just as relevant today as it was in the day that it was written. Join us as we continue our study on the pastoral epistles. We now join in progress, part five of our continuing study on the pastoral epistles. Verse nine of chapter one in First Timothy says, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers. So this shows us the purpose of the law. The purpose has nothing to do with a righteous man. Now, a righteous man is the man that does what is right in the eyes of God. As a born-again Christian, we have been made righteous by the Savior. For we have been made free from sin and have become the servants of righteousness according to Romans chapter 6 and verse 19. So now, because we've been made from sin and are made servants unto righteousness, we are to yield our members, servants, to righteousness unto holiness. That's what Romans chapter 6 and verse 19 tells us. Romans chapter 10 and verse 4 says, Christ is the end of the law, for righteousness, for everyone that believeth, knowing then what the scripture says. We are faced with the question, who is the law directed to? Well, again, the law is for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners and for unholy and for profane and for murderers of fathers and for murderers of mothers and for manslayers. So the law is for the lawless. And the lawless are those that know what God says, but choose to live outside the law. They live contrary to the law. They're what we refer to as outlaws. These have no restraints upon them for their wickedness because they reject the law. They will not have the law to rule over them. They want no controls or rules in their lives, and reject them. They choose rather to break the rules and break the law. They are disobedient. They choose to disobey God and his word. When God says, thou shalt not, they say, I will. They do not yield to the word of God in their lives, but rather choose to go their own way. Now, before we got saved from our sin through Jesus Christ, Titus chapter 3 and verse 3 says that we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers' lust and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. That was our life before we got saved. But now we are cleansed by the blood of the Lamb and are in Christ and are a new creature, All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. 
Romans chapter 6 and verse 14 tells us, we are not under the law, but under grace. The unholy are all that choose to live in the corruption of their own wickedness. These refuse the cleansing that comes through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And refusing the cleansing, they choose rather to remain in the darkness of this world, lest their deeds should be reproved. As John says in John chapter 3 and verse 20, says, For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. The profane take the name of the Lord in vain. They are polluted and not pure. They look at that which belongs to God and treat it with disdain. They hold nothing sacred, and they are in fact their own God, invented by themselves, invested with power by their own flesh. The law is made for murderers, thus convicting them. Rather than admit their sin, they choose to excuse it by turning from the light of the law. No repentance here, no care for eternity. They think not about the punishment that they're headed for. The punishment for such wickedness is death, without question. Verse 10 says, the law is for whoremongers, them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. Whoremongers are those that sell whores and buy them. So they choose to live in immorality. And it's just a short step from there to the next wickedness, which is to defile themselves with mankind. This is speaking of what we term today as the gays. This is a sin that God takes very seriously and condemns it. So no wonder they don't want to consider what God says. They don't want to know what God says about their wicked behavior. Verse 10 goes on to tell us that the law is for men-stealers. This is speaking of all those who go about stealing men and selling them into slavery. Exactly what happened to Joseph in the Old Testament. In Genesis chapter 40 and verse 15, Joseph says, For indeed I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews. We call this kidnapping today. Now, I remember when I was a child that when a person kidnapped someone, that it brought the death penalty, which is exactly what God said under the law. To see this, look at Exodus chapter 21 and verse 16. It says, And he that stealeth a man and selleth him, or if he be found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. Then the scripture says the law is for liars. Well, this covers the whole of the human race. Man lies instinctively. Romans chapter 3 and verse 4 says, Let God be true, but every man a liar. Man lies when he denies his wicked condition. First John chapter 1 and verse 10 says, If we say that we have not sinned, we make him, God, a liar, and his word is not in us. Rejection of the Savior is to make God a liar. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 10 says, He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him God a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. If you don't believe the gospel, then you make God a liar. 
You call God a liar. Then God says the law is for perjured persons. A man guilty of perjury is one who gives false testimony. Now, seemingly today, we don't think perjury is all that bad, at least not in our country. Of course, that is dependent upon how rich you are and how good a lawyer you got. But for the common man, perjury is still a very big thing, for it is still a crime. God says, irregardless, that the law is written for those who commit perjury. Now, because man is a liar and lies even in his testimony, could it be that's why man doesn't want anything to do with the law of God today? He wants to remove it from public places. The world hates the law of God and wants to do away with it. But one day, those that choose to ignore the salvation of God will be judged by the very law of God that they hate and have sought to destroy and put out of their sight. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 24 says, The law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Now that we are justified by faith, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 25 says, We are no longer under a schoolmaster, no longer under the law. Now, Going back to chapter 1, in the conclusion of verse 10, he says, And if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, sound doctrine agrees with the law of God and does not contradict that law. This is why God tells us to speak the things which become sound doctrine in Titus chapter 2 and verse 1. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast. Now, before you go, if you live in the Riverside, California area, I want to give you a personal invitation to visit the Faith Baptist Church where our pastor, Nathan Cook, preaches the Word of God from the King James Bible. Before you hit that exit button, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe, and you will get the next podcast just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. Join us in our next podcast as we continue our study on the pastoral epistles. Till then, God bless.